The Rock pretty much confirmed last night on Friday Night SmackDown that we are going to get himself, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins night one of WrestleMania. So people in, in and around the IWC can put to bed Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch, Eel Sky versus Bailey. Ain't happening. So what's my thoughts on the night one main event? What's my thoughts on the tag team match? Now, WWE has not made it official yet, but we all know it's going to be confirmed within the coming weeks. What's my thoughts on the tag team match? There's a lot of story there. This is going to be a fun um, conversation regarding the WrestleMania plans for the tag team match for Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, what it has to do with The Rock, WrestleMania 41, uh, Seth Rollins and his story with Drew. I got that all covered on today's podcast. And I'm also going to do a audio reaction to The Rock's video that he put up yesterday during the day. Uh, when he was talking about TKO, making fun of Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, I got that all covered right here on the Wrestling Takeover. Enjoy the intro, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to... You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Takeover. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? It's Jordan Turner, host of the Wrestling Takeover, and I'm back once again with another audio video conversation. And this topic is, like I said earlier, is going to detail WrestleMania, Roman Reigns, The Rock, Cody Rhodes, and Seth Rollins, and my reaction to The Rock's long-winded uh, video that he put up on Twitter and. We're going to have a great conversation on today's podcast and over the digital airwaves of YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to my official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcast J show. Uh, also, be sure to subscribe and rate the podcast five stars on your favorite audio uh, podcast streaming service. If that is Spotify or Apple podcast. Like I said, I'm going to go right into it in terms of Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, and The Rock, and all of that whole spiel. Now, what's interesting is I have no notes here. All of it is what I'm going to be talking about off the top of the dome. Um, I feel like that's, that's what makes me you know, different than anybody else in and around the wrestling community. Um, that I'm able to kind of quick with it, you know, just talk without any really bullet points and stuff. Not saying bullet points are bad because obviously I have bullet points when I do, uh, my wrestling reviews and stuff like that. But if it, in terms of just conversation, just flat out like this, I have bullet points. Now, um, I will be reacting to a audio clip of the rock because I just want to react to it and kind of give you guys, you know, my two cents on it but in terms of just coming up with a topic and just talking i mean i have no notes here so i i'm kind of on echelon of somebody that's really different like that in and around the wrestling community um i want to make this point before i kind of dive right into what i really want to talk about and nothing personal or nothing it's just something that um i kind of want to get off my chest uh to those who kind of already know what i'm about to say you know, I mean, we already talked about it, but to the uh, new fans out there, I'll start with you guys, to the new fans 
out there that is just finding the wrestling takeover. It's just finding what I do and what I bring to the table. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in, in and around the wrestling community that um, is really fake. Um, they like to sugarcoat a lot of things. They don't like to be transparent. They don't like to bring a different uh, perspective of conversation uh, to the table. And for me, I've built my brand on not only honesty, and what I mean by honesty, I mean by every review, everything that happens on a show, I'm brutally honest. Rather, I like it or I don't like it. When it comes to the news stories that happen in WWE or AEW, I'm brutally honest, right? Um, I've always said this. I say what I say and I mean what I say, right? That's kind of like a little slogan that I've been kind of using for a long time now. Um, I genuinely mean that. Like everything that I say, I genuinely mean it. Like, and I mean it to a point where if we were in person, everything I'm saying right now, I would say to you, you know, if we were talking conversation, you know, face to face, right? And you're not going to really get a wrestling fan who is just direct, blunt, smash mouth people take the word unfiltered and they kind of twist it in a way where it's like oh this individual just says any and everything he's unfiltered no when i mean i'm unfiltered i mean that like you're getting truth bombs i'm not trying to impress anybody i'm trying to react with what i'm watching or with what I'm reading, when it comes to a specific news story, I gather the information, and I give you guys my upfront opinion on it. You either can like what I have to say, or you don't. But I know when it's all said and done, you're going to come back. Because here's the truth, and here's <laughs> me being honest. Here's the truth. You guys know that what I bring to the table, not a lot of cats can do in the community. Not a lot of people can sit here on a Saturday morning and be just blunt with you guys. And, and I want to have you guys aware with what you're, because we watch the same thing. We're watching the same thing, right? And I'm going to kind of detail this when I get into my conversation here. You guys got to understand that I want things to make sense. I want things to smooth over, right? I want things when I'm listening to it or when I'm watching it, I want it to make sense. So with my opinions, if I'm a little too harsh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like being nice for the most part. <laughs> I'm being nice. Now, I'm not doing that because oh, I want to, you know, side with this person, this person, connections here, connections there. Here's the truth. The connections are going to eventually come my way. And I know that you want to know why? Because I'm honest. I'm down to earth. I'm truthful. I don't bullshit anybody. I don't. 
My creativity is really going to take me very far. My honesty is going to take me very far. My passion for this industry is going to take me very far. I know that. I think I paid almost two, three K of this whole set that I have here. You guys can't see it, but this whole set right here, I think I just paid that just to, yeah, you know, I'm a fan. I love doing the podcast stuff and I love talking pro wrestling and that's what I want to do. Yes, that is, but there's goals that I want to achieve. There's goals. I want to be in the industry. And so I'm not going to stop until I, I at least get to where I want to be, you know, but the honesty route, man, like if you're a podcaster out there, just be real. You know, just just be yourself, be truthful. And it's just disappointing. It's very disappointing because I'll touch on this a bit. I know I'm going too long, but this is my show and I can kind of take as long as I want to. I will again. I will eventually get to the conversation. Okay. You guys will be here. Listen, listening to the conversation. Okay. I will get to it, but I just want to get this stuff off my chest because I was just looking at things on Twitter. I didn't comment on it because I wanted to wait to comment it on my show. The Maxine interaction. This will be quick. Okay. You know, it's kind of hard because you want to be truthful, but you don't want to upset people because I don't want to upset nobody, nobody. So I have to pick my church. I have to pick my words very carefully. And that's what I'm about to do right now. Here's the God's honest truth. Maxine is not a good professional wrestler. I seen that video of that fan saying you suck. Woo, woo, woo. Let me ask you guys something. Is he wrong in what he said? I seen the clip. It was a quick uh, video. Very quick. Was that man wrong with what he said? You know what the answer is? No, he was not wrong. He was telling the truth. I seen Rhea Ripley, Zelina Vega, seen Jade Cargill, seen some other women, you know, in the WWE locker room coming to Maxine's defense. And that's cool. I love and respect that. But here's what these pro wrestlers got to understand. That man paid a ticket of his own money to go out there and spew whatever he wanted to say. Here's the reality of the situation. He didn't say anything out of turn. He didn't say anything out of pocket. All he said was, you suck. Don't come back. That's what I got from it. That's all he said. And, and the women are, are banding together and attacking fans. Why are you doing that? We have every right to say what we say. Right? So, you guys coming to the defense of your coworker is understandable. But don't come out and just attack your audience. You know, without the fans, you guys really wouldn't be where you're at right now. You need the audience. It's like Triple H said, the lifeblood of WWE is in the WWE universe without the fans. Nothing. You know, The Rock wants to say, I want to preach the gospel. I want to preach the gospel. You guys have nothing without the audience, and you guys know that. So stop taking us, the fans, for granted. Yes, 
There are some fans in the center part of the community that really take everything to heart, literally. And I will dissect that with the Cody Rhodes stuff because it's getting out of pocket. You could be a fan of Cody and ask, cool, you want to you want him to finish his story. And that's understandable. But the shit that I've been seeing with some of the people in the community, y'all motherfuckers need to calm the hell down. Relax. It's not that serious. There's a difference from you having your opinion and stuff, but then just overblowing it. But this, I want to, I want to tie a bow with this Maxine thing. I love Maxine, sweetheart. You got to get better. You are not a good professional wrestler. You have to get better at your craft. If you want to have a long-standing, long-term thing with this pro wrestling stuff, you got to get better. Because if memory serves me correct, and I'm very good when it comes to memorization, when it comes to pro wrestling, if memory serves me correct, wasn't there like a, a period where if you're not good for a certain amount of months, and if you're not caught off to speed, you get fired. I don't want Maxine to get fired. She does not deserve that because she's in a story where the Alpha Academy is very popular. Does she want to be a professional wrestler? Of course she wants to be. But she has to get better. Go to the PC. Get better at your craft. And then when you're ready, go on TV. But she's already on TV already. People know who she is. So she just has to have to pick up the pace. Got to pick up the pace. You know what I mean? That's WWE's fault for putting her on TV. That's WWE's fault for not knowing that she's not that good. And they know she's not that good. And then they still put her on TV like that. That's not cool. I could scream. I could holler. I could scream from the top of my lungs. But this type of conversation doesn't deserve that. I'm going to be low key. You're going to hear what I have to say. And you, you, I, hopefully you guys agree with what I'm saying right now. So I pray for Maxine to get better in the ring. And that's that. That bow is done. Let's push it to the side. Now, let's get into this conversation. Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, The Rock, and the quote unquote clown. <laughs> and Seth Rollins. Hopefully you guys can hear me clearly. I like to kind of put my volume up a little bit more because I really want you guys to hear what I have to say with every one of these type of conversations that I just come out of the blue with because a lot of things that are on my mind um, and I want to, you know, do a podcast on. This is one of them. And I wanted to wait specifically for today um, because we know we got AEW Revolution tomorrow, which I am thinking of doing a review of. So I'll keep you guys tabs on social media regarding AEW Revolution and reviewing Sting's final match. I mean, it looks like we're getting the tag team match. I'll start there. It looks like we're getting the tag team match between Roman Reigns, The Rock, Cody Rhodes, and Seth Rollins. Everybody, and I'm guilty of it. I am absolutely guilty of it see the difference between me and a couple of other people a couple other cats in the community these motherfuckers are not truthful bro they won't admit when they're wrong they're always just gonna admit that they're right and i'm first and all this other shit i don't want to be first i don't care about being first i care about being right 
That's all I care about. It's not a fucking race. What are you racing for? To get clicks? To get all the likes? The comments? That stuff's going to come in due time. You want to know why? Because you're right on the subject that you're talking about. People that are just coming in the game of podcasting and stuff like that, always remember, try to be right instead of first. It's going to go a long way. So, like I said, the tag team match, you know, a couple weeks, a month passed. This was being rumored. The Rock, he confirmed it during the uh, audio clip, which I will be doing and reacting to later on in the second half of the portion of the podcast. He confirmed that he was the original guy that pitched that tag team match because if he wasn't going to get what he wanted, he wanted to, if he wasn't going to get his match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40, which was not the correct call at all, and he knew that this is Cody's story to finish. Or is it? Again, I'll get to that later. Um, Rock knew that his match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 didn't make any sense. No matter what people said, oh, it's WrestleMania 40. And, and there were people in the IWC who were saying Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns is not big enough for WrestleMania 40. For the 40th anniversary. Come on bro. Think. Think. 39. And then you get to 40. Part 2. Come on. Either way. We're getting the tag team match. It's not confirmed. But it's confirmed unconfirmed. Okay. Um, I like it. I'm I'm jiving with it. I'm fucking with it. Um, I'm a big fan of this decision. And um, a lot of us had to eat our words because a lot of us were not in agreement with it because we were coming up with our own kind of conversation and scenarios of, okay, but one of Rollins gets hurt or one of Cody Rhodes gets hurt or one of, you know, Roman Reigns gets hurt. Guys, none of that's going to happen. Trust me. None of that's going to happen. All right. So here is where I'm going to fantasy book and just have a good conversation all right and uh again if you're new this is kind of what i built my brand on on creativity and being on here majority of the time kind of giving you guys ideas that if i was in the chair if i was the booker this is what i would do type of scenario right type of conversation here right so we got the tag team match. Unofficial, but it will be name official soon. I mean, they've been teasing it for months. So it's got to happen. And they made sense of it. They did. Because at first glance, I and every other podcaster, not just podcaster, man, every other fan was questioning, why the fuck did Cody Rhodes give up his spot at WrestleMania to Dwayne The Rock Johnson? What? And again, I got the audio clip and Rocked explained it. You'll hear it from the horse's mouth. Um, so we're getting the tag team match. I like it. And it does make sense. And they added stakes to it on Friday Night SmackDown. 
The Rock said, if Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins lose, then the match against Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes night two's main event is going to be a Bloodlines rules match, which extreme rules match, no holds barred, whatever you want to call it, right? You can be interference and stuff like that. If Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes win, though, the bloodline is banned from ringside. Let me tell you something. That is not happening. For the overall arc of the story, if you want Cody Rhodes to finish the story in a positive way, and one of the most anticlimactic movies that a pro wrestling company can give you, Roman Reigns and The Rock have to win on Saturday night. You know, the word cinema has been thrown around by myself, many others, in and around the wrestling community, the IWC, even by WWE themselves. Cinema. They're building this whole thing like it's a movie. You've seen the movie trailer. They're building it as if they're building up a movie. You know, there's a couple movies that the WWE is really producing all in one climactic story excuse me, story, uh, heading into WrestleMania. We got the tag team match. Who's getting pinned? Uh, It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Like I said, Rock Roman, they got to win the match. Because if we just get Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, all right, they put on a a five-star classic, cool, whatever. No interference. No struggle for Cody. Now, that motherfucker needs... Even more struggle. And don't sit up here and tell me that Brock Lesnar was the only struggle. Nah, fuck that. This is bigger than Brock Lesnar's quote-unquote struggle. Nah, screw that. Or the Royal Rumble. No, that wasn't a struggle. This is a real struggle. Can you imagine? Just picture yourself sitting down, closing your eyes. And looking at Rock Roman winning night one and then interfering in night two because this is going to carry out into night two. So with the announcement that if Rock and Roman win, it's going to be a bloodline rules match. They kind of confirm that they're winning this match. Now the question is, who's getting pinned? Seth Rollins is not getting pinned. Stop for the people out there that are in the IWC bringing up Seth Rollins being pinned. I'm going to squash that now. Seth Rollins is a world champion. You cannot, especially at WrestleMania. Are you serious? You cannot pin Seth Rollins. So he's out. Roman, got here. He ain't getting pinned. It's either Rock or Cody. And like I just said, Cody and Seth are not winning this match. So. Rock is not getting pinned. Cody's getting pinned here. And that's okay. Because you know what? It's going to create even more doubt in Cody Rhodes' head. Like, fuck. I got pinned, number one. And I know bullshit is going to happen on night two. I have to fight all of these people apart. I got to fight all these people off. The Rock. The person I'm facing, Roman. Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso. I mean, that's a lot for Cody Rose to deal with. 
What if I told you, you know, I'm going to piss people off, but you know what I do, man? I bring up every variable, every idea to the table. Because if I'm not, I'm not doing my job. What if all of it is just too much for Cody? Even Seth on night two, he loses to Drew McIntyre. And that man is pissed that he lost to Drew McIntyre. But he wants the bloodline to be over officially. Done. He's tired of this shit. And for the people, I'm going to squash this too. For the people in the community, I respect y'all. I love y'all. Andrew Baydala, I love you, man. And I know you've been saying for a while, brother, that, you know, you want Cody Rhodes to, um, you know, win clean. Brother, I'm sorry to tell you, man. I don't think if Cody Rhodes is going to win, he's not winning clean. He's not winning clean. It's not happening. He's going to get assisted by somebody. If it's Seth Rollins or if it's uh, The Rock, you know, somebody is going to assist him. He's not beating Roman clean. I just don't see it. So that's my opinion there. Um, At the end of the day, we got Rock and Roman. And we got Cody Rhodes, Seth. Night one main event. That's going to be a barn burner. It's not going to be a real classic like that because you got to protect Roman. You got to protect Seth. You got to protect Cody. And you got to protect The Rock because we're getting Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 41 year-long build. And it starts at WrestleMania 40. Night one. And then it really dissipates into night two. Did you guys see on Monday, on, on a, not Monday Night Raw, uh, last night on Friday Night SmackDown where Roman Reigns stopped The Rock when The Rock was going to do his whole shtick and Roman grabbed The Rock's hand and the crowd was like, in like shock. So was I. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Is this the start? And then Roman looked at Rock. I need one thing from you. I'll do anything for my family. But I need one thing from you. Looked up at him. Looked up at the rock. Looks like he was about to get very emotional. He looked like he was pretty nervous with what he was about to say. We'll get to that in a second. But he looked up at him and he said, I need you to acknowledge me. And the rock was like, what? Kind of took him back at it, but he accepted it. Roman Reigns, I acknowledge you as my tribal chief. And Roman just, he didn't say nothing. He just kind of like nodded his head like, all right, we're on the same page. All right, I appreciate you saying that. He didn't smirk, didn't do none of that. But earlier in the promo, when The Rock was talking, you can really see Roman Reigns get flabbergasted and irritated by The Rock's presence. No, because Roman Reigns is the head of the table. He is the tribal chief. But he ain't the high chief. You know, the high chief is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And that's where Roman Reigns wants to get to. And I'm telling you right now, for the greater good of the WWE Universe, ladies and gentlemen, Roman Reigns needs to lose at WrestleMania 40. Here we go. Now, the idea... And a couple cats in the IWC. It's, you know what? 
I've accepted it. It's all good. As long as we're on the same page, I'm not bringing up, uh, I'm not angry or anything in terms of, oh my God, he took my idea, this, that. They all do it. For the people, they all take my ideas, bro. They just do. And it's whatever. And you want to know what? They have a bigger platform. So people are going to hear them more than I, more than people hearing me. And they're going to be like, oh, that person, that's a good idea or whatever. And if they hear it from me, they're going to be like, oh, Jordan, you took their idea. What the hell? What? Come on, bro. I don't take nobody's ideas. I don't look at anybody. I know what I bring to the table is just, it's different. My creativity, it's just different. So I don't want to hear what I'm about to say later on. Oh, you took their idea and stuff. I've been saying this in terms of the bloodline warfare stuff and Survivor Series, war, whatever stuff, right? All that that I'm about to bring up. Um, I don't want to hear nobody say, oh, you, you took this idea, this and that, whatever. I came up with, a, I did a podcast on this whole idea. Like, what are you talking about? I'm just going to iterate it for the new listeners out there. So listen, for the greater good of WWE, Roman Reigns does need to lose at WrestleMania. Is there a chance he could ran, uh, is there a chance he could retain the title? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I do not. I think he's going to lose and for the greater good and for the greater story of Roman Reigns and Rock, Roman needs to lose and I would love to see the power struggle with Roman Reigns and the Rock where Roman wins, he retains the title. He is still the tribal chief. The Rock is the high chief and Rock goes away for a little bit. Tells Roman Reigns to continue to hold it down for the bloodline, all this other stuff, right? And Roman Reigns continues to do that, and that's cool, right? And then Roman maybe loses it to Cody Rhodes in uh, MSG, and then Rock comes back, and he's like, yo, what the hell? He just lost. You want to be the high chief? But you just lost. Like, what's wrong with you? And then you can start it there. Bam. And we, at that point, we would get uh, Tamatanga, hopefully Jacob Fatu, and we get Roman Reigns' new version of the bloodline versus the Rock's new version of the bloodline, and they clash it. Survivor Series, War Games, and then at War Games, that's where we really get the feud started with Roman Reigns and The Rock leading into WrestleMania 41, WrestleMania 41's main event, Rock Roman, and the title is Tribal Chief. Roman Reigns is bigger than the championship right now. That match will main event night two of WrestleMania. And no championships on the line, no belt is on the line. But there is a championship, there is a title on the line, is, and the title is Who's that at the table? Who is the tribal chief? Who is the high chief? Roman Reigns wants to be the high chief. The Rock is the high chief. Roman Reigns is the tribal chief. He's beneath the high chief, but he wants to be the high chief. That's the story that we're going to go. And that is why The Rock said we're playing the long game. There's chapters, baby. That chapter last night, that's chapter one. WrestleMania will be, whatever happens at WrestleMania, night one, night two, that's chapter two. And then after that, we'll get chapter three. And then boom, 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 right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, Roman Reigns' bloodline, I don't know who's going to be in his bloodline. I don't know who's going to be in The Rock's bloodline. We have no idea. I'm going to just spitball and be creative and kind of repeat 
what I did earlier in the past couple of weeks where I, you know, I kind of fantasy booked this whole thing. Roman Reigns is going to be the tribal chief. But what about Solo Sokoa? Because I remember I pitched, I pitched a Solo Sokoa versus Roman Reigns rivalry 2024. And I do believe it's going to happen. The Rock, I believe The Rock will have at least two matches this year, two or three. Because if they're doing the bloodline versus bloodline thing with the new bloodline with uh, The Rock and then the new bloodline or the OG bloodline with Roman Reigns, they got to clash together at Survivor Series. Bloodline, War Games match. Blood needs to be a part of this match. You following me? And then that's where you start Roman and Rock for night two of WrestleMania 41. Before we get to Survivor Series, we're going to get inklings. Little, you know, here and there, here and there, teasing it, teasing it. And then when we get to Survivor Series, War Games, Bloodline versus Bloodline, we get a lot of blood in that match because it's War Games and Bloodline, right? So that's going to be great. We get something at the Royal Rumble between Roman and Rock. Solidifying, we're going to really get a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, and then we're off to hopefully Las Vegas at uh, WrestleMania 41, as the rumor is that uh, we're going to get an announcement on WrestleMania 41 really soon hopefully before wrestlemania 40 so we'll see what happens um i'm rolling right now man i'm rolling right now um so that's that and um the roman reigns scenario that i i just i really want to dial on you know people are saying you know roman has to lose for the sake of the wwe People are calling Roman Reigns' title run a run of terror. And it's really going to be that if Roman Reigns retains at WrestleMania 40. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Cody Rhodes fan, I understand this. I understand this, okay? I'm telling you now, Cody Rhodes might lose too, okay? So let's just point that out now. Cody Rhodes might lose. I don't think he's going to lose, but he might lose. You have to throw that out there. For all the Cody Rhodes fans, chill out, deep breath, relax, right? And I know you want your boy to win, but there is a shot that he might actually lose again because of either The Rock, Solo Sokoa again, Jey Uso, maybe... Jacob Fatu coming in. Tamatanga coming in. People are putting him into the bloodline, which I believe he will be a part of this bloodline story. Right? Isn't he family? Tamatanga. I might be wrong in that. Please, someone correct me in the comment section um, of YouTube. Let me know if I'm wrong on that. But I think he has some sort of blood in there. I don't know. I might be wrong in that. But let me know. Um, but he'll be a part of the story. 
Um, and um, yeah, so we're going to see that. That's going to be interesting. And he's definitely going to be, um, you know, in and around that storyline as well because people are kind of lumping him into doing that right now and being a part of that story. So that should be very interesting, very telling. And at the end of the day, um, the best decision is for Roman Reigns to lose because he does not need the championship anymore. He doesn't need the title. The title that he needs to focus on is being the high chief. And when it's all said and done, that is going to be one of the most unpredictable WrestleMania main events of all time. There's no title on, there's no real belt on the line, but there's a title of who is the real high chief? Is it Roman Reigns or is it The Rock? So that's going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, so the winner of night one needs to be Roman Reigns and The Rock because it's going to bleed into night two and it's going to make that e that match even more unpredictable. It's going to make it even more unpredictable. And we need it because if it's Rock or if it's Roman and um, Cody Rhodes, eh, it's, that's predictable. Like nothing happening. Cody Rhodes not having a struggle. I'm not with that at all. But that's my opinion. Let me know what you guys think of everything that I talked about. Um, I'm interested to know in the comments down below. Now, I told you guys, I'm going to be reacting to the audio clip of The Rock uh, talking about Roman Reigns. And I have the full clip, so let's play it. Ben, it has been a big week. It's been a big week in the world of professional wrestling. It has been a big week in the world of the WWE. It has been a big week in the world of the rock, in the world of the people's champion, in the world of the great one, and in the world of the most electrifying man walking God's green earth, daddy. It has been that kind of week. And I want to say, the reason why I'm playing this clip, because he actually had a lot to say. And uh, a lot of it is really important. Like he just didn't blab out and just talk. He had substance to what he was talking about. And so that's why I'm playing the clip for those who are wondering why I'm playing the clip, even though everyone has seen it already. I want to react to the clip. So that's why I'm doing it. And to quote the legend, one of the rock's heroes, what's causing all of this? Woo. It's been that kind of exciting week. Pro wrestling is exciting once again. It's been decades. Pro wrestling is cool once again. It's been That's a fact. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that he said pro wrestling. I, I want to give him his flowers for saying pro wrestling and not just the WWE. Because let's be real. Pro wrestling is hot right now. I mean, AEW's doing all right, but they're they're doing great. They're doing great. TNA, they're doing great. WWE is majority of eating that pie right now. But I love that The Rock said pro wrestling, like all companies, WWE, AEW, TNA, because pro wrestling is doing very well right now. It's very, very exciting to be a wrestling fan. Decades, pro wrestling is undeniably exciting. 
yep. once again. It's unpredictable. It's disruptive because of one man, and that is The Rock. <laughs> because The Rock came into pro wrestling, came back to pro wrestling, a business that The Rock loves, an industry that The Rock was born into, took professional wrestling, turned it on its head, disrupted the shit out of it, and it will never, ever be the same again. And it feels good. It feels so damn good. And whether you like The Rock or you don't like The Rock, it doesn't matter because it feels good. Pro wrestling is back on time. Put the ones up. And it feels good. It feels good, but you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. You know what doesn't feel good? Here's when we get into the real good shit. Let's get it. Well, The Rock will tell you what doesn't feel good. What doesn't feel good is all the bullshit that The Rock has got to deal with. All the bullshit that the people's champion has got to deal with. All the Cody crybabies out there Still running their mouths. Hey, I'm good, bro. I was, <laughs> Listen, nigga, I was never a Cody Rose crybaby, bro. I was just bringing facts to the table that needed to be addressed. I ain't a Cody crybaby. I'm going to be brutally blunt with you, bro. I am not a big Cody Rhodes fan as some of my other, you know, friends and other colleagues in and around the IWC are. I'm not a big Cody Rhodes fan like that. I'm a fan of logic and what makes sense. Let's get that out the way. I want to make that perfectly clear. I love Cody Rose. I think he's great. But I'm not like a, a big fan. I'll take, for example, who am I a big fan of in, in, in pro wrestling? I'd say Will Ospreay, right? I'm a big advocate for Will Ospreay. Love Will Ospreay. I don't really have that same type of attachment to Cody Rhodes. I mean, I'm a fan of Cody, but I'm not like in deep of a fan of Cody like other people are like I am with Will Ospreay Rock has got to deal with all the jabronis in the locker room still running their mealy mouths that the Rock has still got to deal with Cody cry babies <laughs> take a look you know who is my favorite wrestler? This is uh, Dave LaGreca of Busted Open Radio. And nigga, you can look at Bully Ray and Mark Henry and they're thinking, hey, listen. <laughs> my nigga, look at Dave LaGreca. Glasses on, which I have glasses on, but as the headset, has a this nigga has a robe on and has a Cody Rose shirt on. Brag. <laughs> oh my God. He gives a good description of majority of what wrestlers think wrestling fans actually look like. You know, I look nothing like that. I'm built. I go to the gym. I look good. Let's continue to hear what Greg LaGreca said because he really sounded like a mark. He sounded like a fucking mark here. Not in a good way. Now, it's Cody Rhodes. Do you know who I hate and I fucking despise in this moment? It's Dwayne Johnson, member of the board of directors of T. It's pro wrestling, my nigga. It's pro wrestling. Like, 
relax. It's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. You want to know why it's not that deep? Because you're going to watch. And you're going to listen to every fucking thing that The Rock does, that Roman does, that Paul Heyman does, that Cody Rhodes does, that Triple H does, that WWE does. You're going to watch regardless. You can talk shit. You can do all this stuff. And same with me. I can talk shit. I can say this and that. But I'm going to watch. Absolutely got me fucked up. Of course I'm going to watch. And I want to make this point where people in the community are, oh gosh, you guys never wanted Rock Roman. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Hell yeah, we wanted Roman Rock. Just not right now. This isn't the right time right now. It's Cody Rhodes' time to finish his story so we can move the fuck on. I'm tired of the finish the story narrative. Finish your story and let's keep it pushing. And let's build towards Roman Rock. These motherfuckers in the community, bruh. You don't want to see Rock Roman. You fucking for real, bro. Of course I want to see Rock versus Roman. Just not right now. Y'all got to understand that, man. I hate that man right now in this moment. Not as a person, right now. obviously, but as, as, as a, a wrestling fan watching the product. The person I want to boo, the person I hate the most is Dwayne Johnson, board of directors of the WWE and TKO. That's who I am angry at right now because I am looking at the board of director that came in, used his power to take this opportunity away from Cody and put himself in the main event at WrestleMania 40. That's how I look at it right now. So you see, <laughs> this is the level of absurdity and bullshit that The Rock has got to deal with. The Rock. I love that The Rock explained this bullshit. Because again, I'm guilty of it. I said... Word for so I don't want no one attacking me in the comments and being like Jordan, you said this and that. Motherfucker, I know that, bro. That's why I'm admitting that I'm wrong. When I first heard the stories and all this other shit, I'm thinking to myself, no way the rock is gonna politic his way to be in a match with Roman Reigns where it doesn't make sense. The location doesn't make sense. It's not their story to be telling yet. It's Cody Rhodes' story. Let this dude finish his fucking story first. And then you can guys start your story. Or how about this? You do the Cody Rose thing, but in between you finishing Cody Rose's story, you guys start your story. That's exactly what we're getting right now. That is exactly what we're getting. The Rock knew he fucked up. WWE knew they fucked up. And they're changing course. And they're doing a great job at doing so. Want to hear nobody tell me, oh my God, Jordan, you were the one that put out a podcast that you were, you know, bitching and moaning and complaining. Of course I was. I messed up. I, I admitted that I was wrong because I put something out in the moment. I typically don't do that. But I seen what was going on in the news. I waited. I waited. And then we seen more things come out and more things come out. So you can't blame me for putting out a podcast where we were getting information up the ass on the rock playing the political power and playing that political card to get his match with Roman Reigns. That's what it looked like. Come to find out that is exactly not what happened. And I was wrong because even I've been saying, don't believe everything you read on the internet. And I was guilty of doing that. I believed what I was reading on that certain subject and I fell for it. And the rock 
explains here that he was the one that even pitched the idea originally of Rock and Roman versus Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. But here's the thing, bro. You did that after you failed that you knew you were not going to get your match with Roman Reigns one-on-one. So then you wanted to go out there and be like, yeah, I pitched the tag team match. Motherfucker, you pitched Roman first and then you trace back and then you're like, yeah, let's do a tag team match instead. Like, bro, I've been saying that. I've been saying, not the taxi match thing, but I've been saying you need to wait on the Roman Reigns match. This is not the time right now. It's not the time. Let Cody finish his story, and then you and Roman can start your own story. Heading into 41. I've been saying that. To know who that guy is, but he knows what he is, and that's a goof, an idiot. Another pro wrestling Cody crybaby jack-off idiot who thinks he knows everything but doesn't know shit. The guy is sitting in his basement with a bathrobe and a Cody Rhodes t-shirt on. And he's talking about how much he hates The Rock. You don't give that guy a podcast, you give him a straight jacket. How much he hates The Rock. I think he hates The Rock. You hate <laughs> it has nothing to do with the board. The Rock will get to that in a second. It has everything to do with common sense, you idiot. You goof, and to all the Cody crybabies who are grown-ass men who think you know it all when you don't know shit, you listen up to The Rock right now. It has nothing to do with the board. It has nothing to do with the fact that The Rock owns everything as it relates to The Rock, the people's champion, full ownership, which means The Rock is the boss. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with common sense. Let The Rock drop some gospel on you. Here's the common sense. When Roman reigns... Years ago, dropped the words, head of the table. Those words were specifically and solely set up and created so one day Roman Reigns, the champion of the WWE, would come face to face with his cousin, The Rock, the people's champion, and together, combined, they will make the biggest WrestleMania of all time, the biggest match of all time, the biggest match in the history of professional wrestling. When Roman Reigns said those words, that's why he said it. Hey, Rock. You know, <laughs> you know, you can do that next year. You know, you should have had that mindset where you should have said, you know what, I'm going to let Cody finish his story. Next year, we're going to combine and make it into the greatest story in WWE history. We're Roman and Rock at 41. That should have been your mindset. Not doing it at 40 and fucking up someone's opportunity. Now, Rock said a couple of other stuff that was interesting. Let's continue. That is Roman Reigns' story. That is The Rock's story. At one time, that was Cody Rhodes' story, but it was last year. And what happened last year at WrestleMania? What's, what's, the, uh, what's the technical term? It's, oh, he shit the bed. Oh, people were pissed. 
And then The Rock comes back on January 1st of this year. It's a big year. You know it and The Rock knows it. It's an exciting year. You can feel it in the air. You can feel the mana. 2024, we're going to kick it off the right way. The Rock goes out there in front of that crowd in San Diego, California, and said exactly what he promised he was going to say. Because we had an agreement. And that agreement was The Rock was going to go out there and he was going to test the waters. And he was going to see how the crowd reacted. Where should The Rock sit? You remember. Should The Rock sit at a booth? crowd didn't know where I was going. Should The Rock sit at a bar? Ah, oh, bigger reaction. Yeah, The Rock loves a bar because The Rock loves him some tequila. Or should The Rock sit at the head of the table? That crowd went crazy, my nigga. Crazy! I went crazy too. I ain't gonna cap. And then I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to see it, just not right now. We can all wait. Rock, you can wait. Roman, you can wait. Y'all can wait for 41. I think that's a good number for Rock or Roman. But that crowd went crazy, yo. crowd that night exploded around the world exploded and just as sure as a rock has chills on his arm the world exploded because they knew after all these years they were finally getting the rock versus roman reigns the biggest wrestlemania of all time And what happens? Cody Rhodes, he wins the Royal Rumble. Fair and square, works his ass off, and he wins that Royal Rumble, baby. Yeah, he's going to WrestleMania. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. The Rock was happy. But what happened? The Rock called Cody Rhodes, had a conversation. But it was a conversation that a few have had with Cody Rhodes before. Because Cody knew the biggest match of all time was looming. The Rock talked to Cody and said, Cody, you know, you love this business. The Rock loves this business. You were born into this business. The Rock was born into this business. Roman Reigns was born into this business. The three of us born into this business. You know, Cody, you got the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. Right here. You have an opportunity to bring this business up. To places it's never been before. You can always, with all due respect, finish your story another time. You agreed. I want to point this out. I want everybody to understand me right now, okay? When The Rock just said, you can finish your story later on. I have a feeling and I have a hunch that The Rock's going to take what he, he said there to heart, to Cody, and potentially screw over Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. I want to point that out. Let's continue. Agreed. Rocket stings. But I agree. 
It stings, but I'm a team player. It stings, but I want what's best for the business. Good man, good man. And then what happened? In Birmingham, Alabama, a city we selected because of its rich history and we knew we were gonna make history. It was your job, Cody, to introduce The Rock, thus setting up the biggest main event of all time. And what'd you do? You did exactly what we agreed on. Brother, you introduced The Rock and that place went crazy. And The Rock came out and he dapped you up, he pulled you in and gave you a big hug and I whispered something in your ear. Let's put on the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Let's do it for the American dream. Let's do it for the soul man. And I gave you a hug, you hugged the rock back. And what'd you do, Cody? You walked out of that ring on live TV and you turned back and you looked at the rock. And instead of looking at the rock saying, yeah, go get him. Let's make history. Instead of that, what'd you do? You gave the rock a look. And it's the same look you gave the world. Like the rock went out and ran over your goofy ass dog. <laughs> That's the look you gave. And by the way, for people out there that probably thought this seriously, guys, come on. They talked about this stuff. They talked about this story. This whole thing's talked about. They know what they're doing. It's all planned. Relax. All right. Rock talked to Cody about this. It's cool. All right. Just hearing it, though, is hilarious. <laughs> like the rock ran over your goofy ass. <laughs> <laughs> yo rock in the flesh yo then sometime this nigga's crazy from that moment on until las vegas you changed your mind you know what? Right, by the way that press conference you know was in vegas yeah watch out because that roman rangers rock match is going to be in vegas hopefully kind of makes sense right that's no problem you can change your mind. You have that right. And The Rock accepts that. Everybody has a right to change their mind. The Rock accepts it. You changed your mind. But here's what The Rock doesn't accept. It's the way you did it. It's how you did it. Nope. I'll say it again because it's important to all the Cody crybabies and all the goofs out there and the idiots who still complain. Cody, you had a right to change your mind. You won the Royal Rumble. But what The Rock doesn't accept That's how you did it. Saw you in Las Vegas. Saw you in Las Vegas. Saw you backstage 20 feet away. Rock dapped you up, gave you a hug. Did you say anything to The Rock then? Hey, Rock, I got something on my mind. Yeah, tell me about it. Hey, Rock, I got something that's eating me up inside. Cody, go ahead, tell me about it. Let's walk over there. Let's talk in private. Come and tell me about it. Did you say any of that? No, you didn't say a thing. But what'd you do? You waited until Roman Reigns walked out there and announced he's facing The Rock. Then The Rock went out there, showed the entire family tree, proof of the most dominant family in professional wrestling, in entertainment, and in sports in the world. And accepted Roman Reigns, accepted the challenge, blood oath, and we were gonna put on the biggest WrestleMania of all time. What'd you do? Then you came out and you interrupted. Hold on, hold on. This was all planned, yo. Don't forget that. This, this right here 
is bullshit. <laughs> you said it was um you said it was bullshit. Yeah, it was bullshit. You could think it's bullshit, brother, not a problem. But you know where you really screwed up? It's when you talk shit about my family. All the Cody You know it's crazy too. You know it's crazy. You know, Roman was talking about Cody Rhodes' family first, but The Rock didn't mention that in here. In this clip, The Rock didn't mention none of that. That's hilarious that he said that Cody Rhodes talked shit about his family, but when Roman did it, when Roman did the same thing, Rock didn't put that in this clip. Hilarious. He'll rock at his finest. He's goaded. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Shut your mouths. Talk shit about my family. What'd you call him, Cody? It's not a family. They are nothing but lackeys, but yes men. They're goons. Then you spoke about Roman's grandfather, and you spoke about my grandfather, the great high chief Peter Maivia. If your grandfather was here, if the high chief, his grandfather, was here they'd be ashamed of you i did to you cody rhodes in that moment what i would do to you a million times which is man that nigga slapped the fuck out of cody rhodes bro he slapped the dog shit out of cody rhodes and i'm telling you right now bro i'm telling you all right now we need the rock versus cody rhodes this year we need The Rock versus Seth Rollins this year. We got to see it. We got to see it. And again, hopefully the plan is Bloodline versus Bloodline. Um, you know, Rock's Bloodline versus Roman's Bloodline, Survivor Series, War Games, and then we really get Rock and Roman really rolling heading into 2025. Come on, bro. Let's do it. Rock, Cody. And then Rock and Seth, 2024. Let's make it happen. Which means which means Rock would fight three times this year, or four times actually. This match, WrestleMania, the taxi match. Cody Rhodes versus The Rock. Seth Rollins versus The Rock. And then that Survivor Series, War Games match. Uh, Bloodline versus Bloodline. Tell me what I'm wrong, bro. This is why I'm different, bro. My creativity is just on a different level. I'm one of one here, bro. Now, it's up to WWE to actually take with what I'm saying. And what I, I do hear some other people are kind of saying the same thing. What we're all saying and apply it. We'll see. Rock wrestling not once at WrestleMania. Potentially again against Seth Rollins. And again against Cody Rhodes. And then in that bloodline versus bloodline story at Survivor Series. Four times. I'm riding with that. Hopefully that is the plan. Remember how The Rock said, long game. The taste right out of your mouth. You slapped the fuck out of that boy. I'm so ready for this taxi match. And then what happened? What happened? <laughs> the Rock embarrassed you in front of the world, boy. Slapped the shit out of you. You had it coming. Talk shit about my family. He called this nigga. I slapped the taste out you, boy. He called that nigga boy. 
Wait a minute. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Again. Said it to you then, I'll say it again. I'll say it forever. Talk shit about my family again, and I'll do worse than that. But then what happened? Your new best friend. You got a new best friend. Here we How go. That? You got a new best friend in the walking clown show <laughs> known as Seth Rollins. Uh, I mean, hey, I would keep it 100, man. That, does, that nigga do be looking like insane with his clothing. Shout out to the dude that be dressing Rollins, though. I know him on social media, King something. Shout out to you, bro. But um, if this isn't set enough, Cody Rose versus Rock, and if this isn't set enough, Rock versus Seth Rollins this year, Triple H, what are we doing? What are we doing? Come on, bro. Rock, Rollins, Rock, Rhodes, and then Bloodline, Bloodline at Survivor Series in November. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Do Rock Cody at, you know, you want to do it at SummerSlam, that's cool. And then we get Rock and Rollins at Bash in Berlin in Germany. That's cool. Or whatever, Saudi Arabia, whatever. And then you ended it, Survivor Series. Bloodline versus Bloodline. And the next time The Rock would fight would be at WrestleMania 41 against Roman Reigns. Come on, bro. What did Seth do? The Rock slaps the shit out of you. Seth steps to The Rock. The Rock pushed him back, gave him a little love tap. Ah, 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 ah. Get back, get back, boy. boy. You don't want any of this. The Rock doesn't know you. You don't know The Rock, but you don't want to know The Rock in that way. This is none of your business. The Rock doesn't know Seth Rollins. Never said a word about Seth Rollins publicly, privately. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The Rock has no idea. The Rock has no idea why this man is getting in our business, but he did. And not only that, but then he just can't help himself. Like a lot of the jabronis in the locker room just can't help himself. I love that this nigga is speaking the reality of the city. He's bringing reality to the storyline, bro. This is what I've been wanting for years for WWE. When it comes to sorting storylines, you need to add a dose of realism to it. Yes, this is a long podcast. Listen. Hopefully y'all support. Hopefully y'all watch the whole thing. I wanted to react to the whole clip of Rock. And I hope y'all stick with me. Again, comment down below what you guys thought about when the first portion of the podcast about all of my ideas. Let me know down below in the comments on YouTube. Um, continue to spread the word of the Wrestling Takeover on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to my official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcast J show. Follow me on social media, Twitter at JT Takeover, on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover, and on TikTok at The Wrestling Takeover. Let's continue, and I'm going to end it just completely following this video. And start talking shit about The Rock. Take a look. Yeah, he's going to open his mouth. He's going to run his mouth. He's going to say the same crap he's been saying for the last two decades because he can't come up with any new material. Um, but the bottom line is, and I've said it before, he's just, he's an afterthought. This is our story. It's our era. We mm. built the last decade of WWE, this Elimination Chamber show, WrestleMania, the biggest ever. We built it without him. So he can come in. He can get what he wants. He can take his little piece, Ooh. and then he can go back to Hollywood and do his <laughs> thing. Because we got this thing, but we don't need you, big guy. <laughs> WWE, I'm going to say it one more time. If you are not booking Cody Rhodes versus The Rock, and you're not booking Seth Rollins versus The Rock this year, I'm going to be very disappointed. Very disappointed. 
You can't just add this to the story and then not come back and do something with Rollins and Rock and Rhodes and Rock. You cannot bypass this. These two matches for The Rock are money. Rock, Rhodes. Rock, Rollins. Bloodline versus Bloodline. And then you culminate that at 41 against Roman. Come on, bro. Dollar dollar bills. You feel me? Come on, man. You can't pass. You can't bypass these ideas. You can't. But what does Triple H always say? Was best for business. Was best for business is Rock and Rhodes. Rock Rollins. Bloodline versus Bloodline. And then Rock and Roman at 41. <laughs> You don't need the rock, huh? Rock, we don't need you. You don't need the rock. <laughs> and then also, by the way, Roman and Solo Sokoa. Come on, bro. Come on. Give me on the riding team, bro. Give me on the riding team, bro. Come on, man. I know what I'm talking about. If you were a little smarter, Seth, you'd realize that. Because remember, I'm gonna say I'm gonna make this one more point. Remember, Solo Sokoa. And Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns said, you will be the next tribal chief. You want to know why? Because Roman is going to beat the Rock at 41. So he doesn't need to be the tribal chief anymore. Once Roman beats the Rock, he is the high chief. Solo can now step in and be called the tribal chief. Come on, bro. Come on, man. I know what I'm talking about. Stupid. You sound. Let The Rock drop some gospel on your goofy ass. You need The Rock in ways that you can't even imagine. Here's some gospel. You think when Ari Emanuel. Here it is. The Rock's good friend. The Rock's business partner for decades. The Rock's lead agent. Someone who The Rock looks, looks to like a big brother. You think when he goes to sit with Netflix. Across from Ted Sarandos. The Rock's good buddy and business partner sitting across from Bella Bajaria. The Rock's good friend and business partner at Netflix. You think when they're inking, when they're signing this $5 billion deal for the WWE and Netflix, do you think... I'm going to be brutally honest with you. This was a generational video clip here. This was a generational promo by The Rock. Let's continue. That Ted and Bella is saying, hey, Ari... When WWE comes to Netflix, this was funny. Is Seth Rollins gonna be champion? <laughs> Do you think that that's what they're asking? No, of course they're, they're not. Not asking that. Number one, because they don't care, and number two, they don't know who in the hell you are. You know what they're asking? At least that nigga was being real and blunt with you, bro. At least he was being honest with us, bro. I know they don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't care, bro. That's just business. They don't. You know what they care about? Dollar dollar bills. Them and Mr. Krabs have a good relationship. All they care about is that money. That's all I give a fuck about. Whatever is best for business, we gonna do. Period. Hey, Ari, we'll sign this $5 billion historical deal. Never before. But one question. Where's the people's champion? There one it is. question. Where is the man, the rock himself? One question. Where's the man? who has the most watched film in the history of Netflix, The Rock. Where is he at in this whole thing? Ari looks at them and says, he's locked in for life. He's locked in for life. 
director of the board, owns everything as it relates to his name, he's locked in for life. Signed, $5 billion. So Seth Rollins, you understand now how much you need The Rock? Uh-huh. You understand now, right, boy? Right, boy. And you keep running your mouth. You keep running your mouth, Rock. You find some new material, Rock. Find some new material. Is that right? Okay, well, The Rock has some new material for you. How about this? Here's some Here's some new material for you, Seth Rollins. Does he How burn this, nigga? He burn this, nigga, bro. sits at the top. Director. TKO board, not WWE. He burned Cody and Seth in one vid, bro. Which means The Rock is your boss. Which means The Rock owns everything. The Rock, everything associated with The Rock, the people's champion, owns it all. Which means The Rock is your boss. Which means, Seth Rollins, if you keep running your mouth and sticking your nose in the Bloodlines business, then that world title that you have around your waist, very soon, very soon, The Rock will make that title. Uh oh. Better shut the fuck up, Rollins. Yes, The Rock just blurred it. Keep running your mouth, sticking your nose in the Bloodlines business. This is between The Rock and it's between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. That's it. Stick your nose where it doesn't belong. The Rock guarantees you. And The Rock has built a career on doing everything he has said he's going to do. The Rock guarantees you stick your nose in our business. That world title that you have around your waist will go to somebody else. I'm going to stop it there, guys. He mentioned something about Cody Rhodes, disrespect to Cody Rhodes and shit. But, uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, I know I went longer than expected, but listen, this is my podcast. I can do what I want. I can go as long as I want. But I hope you guys stay tuned for the whole, you know, uh, video. I appreciate the love, guys. Thank you for the continued support. Until next time, this is Jordan Turner, host of the Wrestling Takeover podcast. Hopefully I gave you guys some valuable teachings on today's podcast. I want the best for pro wrestling. I want the best for WWE. I want the best for the storyline. This is going to turn out to be the greatest storyline in WWE history when it's all said and done. Until next time, I'll see you then.